0: Yo, Solana Beach, California. Guess who's gonna get old live? Not old as in Christ on a popsicle stick, this is boring. I'm talking about Jay and Silent Bob get old, fuckers. Kevin Smith and Jason Mews are coming to the Belly Up Tavern on November 22nd. Don't miss the debauchery, Iggy Biggie. Jay and Silent Bob get old, recording their podcast live at the Belly Up Tavern in Solana Beach, California on November 22nd. Get your tickets for this and all other Smodco shows at csmod.com. Red State DVD and Blu-ray available now at coopersdell.com. Get exclusive bundle packages featuring posters, soundtracks, t-shirts, signed scripts, wardrobe used in the film, and a chance to be a guest on air with Kevin Smith via Skype. Red State DVD and Blu-ray exclusive bundles now at coopersdell.com. Smirch alert, smirch alert, motherfucker smirch alert. Go to smodcast.com slash smirchandise to get your official Jay and Silent Bob iPhone 4 cases from Casemate. Choose from three different snoogarific designs. We got soft ones and hard ones. Hey, I'm talking about the cases, bitch. All emblazoned with your favorite Smodco icons, Jay and Silent Bob. Snag your iPhone 4 case and... For $39.99 And protect the precious Smodcast.com Slash Smerchandise Yo, Canada Jay and Silent Bob are gonna be Royally mounting you December 7th in Vancouver December 8th, Edmonton December 9th, Calgary December 10th, Saskatoon And December 11th, Winnipeg their comedic maple syrup's gonna be gushing all over your timbits. How's that for a visual, eh? Jay and Silent Bob, get old. Live in the Great White North. Linky links to tickets at smodcast.com slash get old in Canada. Hey, Eldborg, Iceland. On November 11th, Kevin Smith will be inside you. Kev is bringing his famous Q&A to Eldborg Main Hall, talking movies, comics, sex, taking a shit, whatever you want to ask about. Hilarity will ensue. Kevin Smith, live at the Eldborg Main Hall in Eldborg, Iceland, on November 11th. Links to tickets for this and all Smodco shows at csmod.com. So, you're saying, Yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world wear your sir love with our official t-shirts biatch fishies have no eyes let us fuck jay and silent bob get old the me. there's also posters action figures there's so many to choose from grab your smirch at smodcast.com scroll down and click on merchandise. <laughs> Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir, ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com.
1: Hey, this is Jack Morrissey welcoming you to Team Jack, Episode 4, A New Pope. Impressive. Pope Kyle Cummings is joining us uh, for this podcast. Hello, Internet. Um, Pope Greg Yolan is uh, back from Vancouver, excommunicated, and back at work, back at his desk. And uh, because of various and sundry uh, scheduling conflicts, he can't join us today. So, um, our engineer Matt Cohen, also R- from the network, Rabbi. Matt <laughs> Grand <laughs> Rabbi will uh will form the third leg as it were <laughs> the usual third leg of team Jack. Um the heavy lifting up front we are developing something at teamjack.com hopefully it'll be up by the time uh you hear this. If not it'll be up shortly thereafter. I picked up that URL and um on Twitter, I am Jack underscore Morrissey, M-O-R-R-I-S-S-E-Y. We also have Team underscore Jack now at Twitter, where you'll find my, um, coven of 19 Twyhards who will answer any and all Breaking Dawn uh, questions you may have, or at least get the question to me so that it can be answered, uh, quickly. And, um, Kyle, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you may or may not have heard of Kyle, but you've definitely seen his art. In that, Kyle is the guy who made for me on commission the image uh, that we're using now to as an plug Team now. Jack. I
2: love that you threw the in, uh, on commission in there. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, don't hit him up for free fucking yeah, logos no. for your podcast.
1: <laughs> I have to, to tweet myself. I It's eat. less that than who. Oh my god, here we are at the Pasadena Flea Market and Swap <laughs> Meat. Yeah. Look at this amazing painting that contains all of my obsessions. Look at that. All in one image, artfully arranged. You really lucked out you did that just someone happened to do and, and you stumbled upon that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly.
3: Uh vintage battlestar and not the new battle star. Um, I
1: know, which I'm actually thinking we might need to swap that out yeah. with the uh second commission that you did for Mike, Mike Enriquez, Enriquez. aka well, Graphics Guy. You tell on me because I was
3: looking at it, and um, a lot of it's in separate pieces. We can make a longer one for the banner for the the website. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe like try and rearrange things a little bit so they fit in a more horizontal fashion. What's your um, what's all your business, Kyle? My business. Uh, I am at Boy Wonder Kyle at Twitter and ckyledraw.com.
1: dot is the website which is actually is that spelled s uh, in the german yeah. Yeah. see you. no see kyle,
2: yeah. kyle. See
3: i laugh at that i hope other people do too
2: <laughs> uh, and i'm just gonna take it one step further like a zig Heil draw to me seems like some weird contest where you walk 20 paces turn around and, and do a fucking Hitler sl- like a draw
1: or eat poop yeah, or that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, like, who could be the I best think, like, Nazi or poop eater? Yeah. <laughs> Ian
1: McKellen cannot, will always be the best Nazi. <laughs> okay, I'll give no you that. No matter what. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Magneto. Um, See, Kyle.
2: fucked up that he was both a Nazi and a Holocaust survivor. In Bent? In Magneto. I mean, X-Men. Yeah. He's, he's actually
1: played a Holocaust survivor. Well, he played a Holocaust survivor in, yeah, the X-Men franchise, but he, he, doesn't he played a Holocaust, Bent, does he? Doesn't, not survivor, you know. in... Um, Martin Sherman's play *Bent*, uh, which was turned into a movie that he was not in, I no. think.
3: Yeah, I, no, he know he was not in it. Yeah, because I watched it when it came out, and I was like,
1: "Gay, yeah. gay concentration camp." It made moving rocks so Prisoners. sexy. What's that? It made moving rocks so sexy. It's a, ga- so it's sexy. a gay <laughs>
2: concentration camp movie.
1: Hence the title. Yeah. Ah, so it's, it's
2: about it's about gay like a camp full of gay. It's guys? about
1: it's about some um, no camp full of yeah, gay some guys gay guys who were you know Hitler did throw Jewish. those no no, no Hitler totally. threw the gays in the camps too with the with the Jews and the the uh, gypsies other uh, undesirables no, the gypsies it, exactly it, it
3: has one really fucked up thieves, scene in thieves thieves tramps and thieves they're rounding up the gay guys and this guy's like I'm not gay. And there's a scene on the train where they like bring him and this like Jewish like 15 year old girl on the train. And, um, and I'm like 16 when I'm singing for this, this for the first time or something on We're, HBO, I presume. Yeah. And, um, they bring the guy in there and they bring the girl and then they shoot the girl in the head. And the Nazis make the gay guy fuck her dead body to prove that he's not gay. Wow. By
1: the way, hang on. Can we all hear that? It's the sound of people turning this off. <laughs> no. The sound of
2: people telling their friends to gather around. Yeah. Come on. You don't hear this in everyday life.
1: Come on, everyday life is so mundane. Virtual campfire
3: kits. See, what's really funny is that when I was coming on here, I was like, what am I going to talk about? And I'm going to talk about, like, how excited I am for Ten Ten. And suddenly oh, we've Lord. gone to, like, are screwing, yeah, screwing no, corpses on trains. It's yeah, not it's going the right way that I wanted to do. Right, right, right off. off. To yeah, well, it, is, it
1: is. We are recording this on Halloween, even though it's... It will be aired 48 hours later. Right, exactly. So, so we may get around to that. We've technically, as our um our faithful few know, we've already aired our Halloween edition, spooktacular episode three. Yeah, I haven't um, heard through yet. But we may we may uh, circle st- back around to everybody's I'm favorite. I'm still holiday. confused
2: that you're excited for Tintin. Let's go back to that. I, I, you know, the first
1: trailer. Are you
3: French? I am (laughs) not. I read the
1: Tintin books when I was a kid, and I love. um... Was her? It's Hergé who created Tintin, right? And was he French or Belgian? Belgian. He's Belgian. Belgian. Yeah, Yeah. right. I like Belgian waffles.
2: I do. I like. I like the country Belgium too. I've spent time in Bruges, but I'm just not a fan of like little fucking ginger boys and their dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm into weird foreign comics. Yeah, I'll do. I'll I'll fuck with some Asterix and Obelix. I'll even. And watch right. the horrible movies with Gerard Depardieu. Wow! But uh, Tintin never did it for me. Yeah. Well, it's he has like a sweater vest. It was always very like little
3: kid, old man, boat, dog. That's how I know that Matt's straight is that he doesn't like sweater vests.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> the that's the giveaway. That's how I knew. I you
3: was know so what's weird to me is that. when
1: I first I can't even remember what my first experience with Tintin was, and I've had and I've had a little or no experience. It was probably something that I saw on the exhibit hall floor, on a dealer's table down at Comic-Con or something. But when, you, when you're when you first exposed to the IP, to the intellectual property, of a boy and his dog wandering, my reaction was like, yeah, I already saw North by <laughs> Rob Reiner starring <laughs> Elijah Wood.
2: Which was awesome, so we don't need another one. Yeah. Was it? No. It was awesome terrible. or awful? <laughs> it was Bruce Willis as an Easter Bunny, which... <laughs> After working on yeah. a Cop Out, it makes me a million times happier to know that image exists. You know,
1: as we as we started this off and we went into um, gays and concentration camps, I weren't sure I wasn't sure we were going to find our footing. We got to much north much less yeah. so quickly. No, no. no, we got to north. We got there. <laughs> that was where it was always headed. Um, so yeah, it's sort of like it seems like I don't know. Not to belabor the point, but it seems a bit like John Carter of Mars, um, having been so. Um, so primary an influence or an inspiration for, or um, such a big ingredient in the stew that George Lucas turned into Star Wars that they're now circling back around and finally making it. It seems like well, yeah, Tintin I mean, it's, it's, is a long time true. coming, and I don't know that well, we really Tintin's have any other original examples of Young other than Jones.
3: I mean, he basically made a Tintin series. That's true. in the nineties with Young and Jones. I don't know. It's for me, it's more it's a different Stephen that has me intrigued at Tintin, which is Stephen Moffat well, who wrote it. Stephen Moffat. Well, Edgar it.
2: Wright and Joe Cornish did a draft too, yeah. I know, which excited me. I mean, those those are two guys. Joe Wright, who did Attack the Block, and Edgar Wright with
1: Edgar or Joe Cornish who wrote, wrote and directed, directed Attack the, the block. block. Edgar produced it. Edgar yeah. produced it. Yeah, and then um, they went on to co-write a draft or drafts. Or the, fir-
2: uh, the first draft, I believe, no, t- it's
1: it's uh, what something happened tells me they were
3: brought on after they were brought on okay. after Stephen Moffat wrote on doctor who who i love too i mean yeah, right. absolutely and yeah. so Stephen moffat was writing on doctor who and which i love and um
1: russell davies
3: left in- and they handed the reins over to Stephen moffat and he had just he was working on the first 1010 and I, was, I guess was helping outline the next two
1: kind of in theory or whatever uh-huh. and wrote a draft and so he was in theory the first writer on
3: yeah and then he left um to go run doctor who full-time right. which he's done a great job at Right. Um and then they brought in Edgar and Joe to kind of okay because okay. once you know once you're in deep in development production a, draft a TV series or you know, drafts yeah you can't hop Who back knows? but I guess what happened was that I guess from what I've heard and read Spielberg had never really watched Doctor Who but Peter Jackson loves it so when when Stephen Moffat told Peter Jackson he'd been offered to like the keys to that kingdom Peter Jackson was like with all my blessings go forth and wow um. And, and do that, but if yeah. you're gonna hire like a second team to come do it, then well, that's big, and, my
2: my first exposure was to the HBO cartoon. Yeah, that's the only thing. Of I, Tintin, of Tintin. I never yeah. went and read the comics off of. How that. many seasons? I, I don't even know how many it ran. I was really it, it young, just came out on DVD too.
3: It's, it's it's like a set, but it's, it's I mean, hef- they, were, they, is they were, it were,
1: hefty. It was or no was it sort of a one or two season thing.
3: Well, they they do it kind of like the stories of the books. So you maybe do like you know a whole book storyline in like three episodes, maybe. Okay. So you have like three thirty-minute episodes, I guess. Making and there are like movie. ninety-seven
2: books, so they could have theoretically ran for years. Yeah, I
3: mean, it was done by Nelvana in the nineties, so it's not the world's smoothest animation. I mean, it right. looks like how Hergé draws, but it's um someone I looked online. Someone has taken the audio from the new Spielberg trailer, but
1: reconnected with with yeah. the Nelvana animation. This is kind of uh, great because honestly, I think I read a. I read an interview with Spielberg and Jackson in the new Empire Magazine, which is kind of the one of the leading British film magazines um, about all of this. But prior to reading that interview, I really didn't know anything about Tintin or this universe. And I
2: thought if you you haven't read that interview,
1: this podcast will serve.
2: (laughs) I swear to God, I thought Tintin was the dog my entire life. And then I realized I was confusing him with Rin Tintin. And then I went, wait, the fucking kid's name is Tintin and the dog's name is Snowy. Yeah, yeah. That should be backwards. Tintin's no human's name. Does he have a real name? It's, he's always just Tintin. That's not like a nickname or something. He's Belgian. What do you want his okay. name to be,
3: like Rolf? <laughs> <It's> a, which <laughs> should also be the dog's name, Rolf. 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 Rolf's already a Muppet dogs, dog. Belgian dog's, dog's name. name.
2: Yeah. Uh, huh. But the thing that it does excite me a little bit is the for the geek cred thing. You've got Spielberg. You've got Peter Jackson. You've got basically all of the, of the Shawna, right now. Of the, and, and and Simon Pegg and Nick Frost.
1: Our voices, right. so They're it's there, all yeah. of them, right? And it's ev- it's Andy everyone. Circus as
2: Lumpy the Captain chef.
1: <laughs> Haddock. Haddock, yeah, he's Captain and then, Haddock. And then
2: the main one is uh, is a Gerard Butler. Oh wait, That's Circus who plays the yeah. Oh really?
1: Who plays Captain Haddock? Yeah, for who yeah Jackson yeah. played in early um, tests of the technology. That's and impressive. Jamie man. Bell, who was. Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot. Um, yeah, he took who over was also a, a, a movie that I really enjoyed called The Eagle with Channing Tatum yeah. that was out. And he was in King last Kong. year. Um, Jamie Bell is actually the uh, mocap. He's the voice now too. It was
3: it was going to be voice. Thomas Sangster and he had to drop out. Thomas Sangster was a little boy from Love Actually. Okay, yeah. It was yeah, also yeah.
1: in a Doctor Who episode two parter. Why did he have to drop out of a voice I job? Think,
3: I think the development... Well, it wasn't just a voice job. It's full mocap. Like, oh, they go and they act Thomas out everything. Thomas Sangster was actually going to be yeah, Tintin. Yeah, he was going to be Tintin and had to... Um, I guess it just took so long to get things kind of, like, off the ground and going and moving and...
1: Well, what else does he have going on? I maybe. What's he, the potential conflict with a Steven Spielberg, Peter Jackson movie? I, we we should have
3: him on and ask him to well, find we out we what will the have deal him is. On
1: right after that uh, kid from Ice Storm, who we referenced in episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: we
1: got to
2: yeah. find him first. Adam, Adam Hanbird.
1: Hanbird. Yeah, Greg Dolan yeah. knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who once waited on him. So, chances are he'll be here next week. <laughs> <It'll be amazing. laughs>
2: but I will I will give the trailers this for someone who has zero fucking interest in the property. The action scenes are really well done for a CGI well, flick. I, I was right.
3: talking to it and I was talking about it the other night cuz the the new trailer came out. The first trailer I was like, "Ooh." The
1: first trailer was a little stiff. Yeah, it's not good, but that second trailer But it's a trailer, question of how much material do they have ready, right, to show to expose, but in it's a very out now overseas early now, so they trailer. have a the whole
3: movie to pull from for that next yeah. trailer. I mean, it's already yeah.
2: Tintin came out overseas
3: already. Yeah, it's already yeah. playing,
1: and uh, to very strong business, unsurprisingly, yeah. and very strong reviews, also unsurprisingly, because well, for them it's sort of. And, but when we say them, we refer basically to anyone who doesn't live in Los Angeles County. Um,
2: for them. I don't know that Kentucky, I don't know that people (laughs) in Kentucky are so up
3: there. The Appalachians, exactly.
1: Tintan, Um, (laughs) what's Tintan? But for people who don't live in this country where Tintin is largely unknown, Tintin is a big deal. Tintin is Indiana Jones and.
2: It's like they're Batman and that shows how much, how lame it is over there. That they're oh, not their Batman is a twelve year old ginger kid. And, no,
1: it's, it, and it, it, it's Eric Odom, always absent. Eric Odom will remind us gingers are inherently evil, so absolutely. I guess we're a meant to is. be rooting for yeah. a, a, a demon.
3: I, I, I was always that kid growing up who, you know, would watch um those shows on PBS that no one else did. The British shows, so I would right. watch, you know, and before even Fab, like Tomorrow on People. Co- Comedy Center, Tomorrow People. Well that was on Nickelodeon. Right, but um, oh, me too, dude. But like, like Red Dwarf, Doctor Who, right? You know, all like the weird British kind of young ones. I went
2: oh, so far that ones, I watched yeah. Keeping Up Appearances. I'm I such love a Keeping a, I'm such a Brit file. Keeping
3: Up Appearances and, and Are You Being Served, which there is like an amazing hour of comedy. Both are wow. streaming on Netflix, by the way. If you're gonna want to go <laughs> check it out, get drunk, have yourself a bottle of brandy, and oh jeez, <laughs> watch, and watch, watch British Brit comedy in the late <laughs> '70s, early '80s, and, and, and <laughs> hear uh, and, and hear her um. Hang on, let me just,
1: let me just check and see if I have enough life left for that experience. (laughs) Uh, no. (laughs) No.
3: No, but I showed, um, I showed the trailer for the new trailer to Tintin for my boyfriend and it's like, so not his thing. And he was like, okay, I'll go see that. Right. I was like, way more effective then because if you're, if you're convincing someone who had no idea to even have a passing interest, but.
1: After you converted him to homosexuality, you then converted him to, uh. Tintin. To an all CG mocap Tintin. It.
3: He had this sign on the street corner that's like, Hungry, please help. And I was like, I can fix that problem. Um, <laughs> I can give you a sandwich and change your life. That's uh, why you belong
1: in concentration camp with <laughs> evil gaze, because yeah. you're always out there um, converting our children. Yeah,
3: I actually have no desire for your children. I prefer the, the, the older men. I don't have and, any uh, children. Yeah. And I let's
1: n- not pursue that thread, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm confused. How old is Bill Condon? <laughs> yeah. Um... So Tintin it, it, is out it, December Christmas yeah Christmas Yeah we
3: were talking about the Halloween party I went to Peter Debruge our friend from Variety he was dressed right. as Tintin one
1: of two um, lead film critics for Variety and uh who can, who can come on this show right
3: Yeah you do He's come allowed. on the show Yeah I told him I was doing it Peter and Bart, Bart won't like tell oh. him uh
1: Peter Bart won't tell him to stay at his desk and keep typing out another review for something mm. that he saw at the Belgian International Documentary Humanitarian Film Festival. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he came as Ten
3: Ten, and I asked him if he was excited for the movie, and he had seen it that morning. Oh, really? And, um, and I asked, "What'd you think?" And he's like, "And he
1: whoa, he? whoa, 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 whoa! Is he reviewing?" Oh, I don't know. We we should not, in, all, in fairness, we should not. Uh, we true. should not reveal the mm. opinions of a th- of one it's of two. True, no, lead that's, that's film a would it other be great though if you Chang. if you
2: saw him in the Tintin costume? You were like, "Are you excited for Tintin?" And he was like, "No, I fucking hate Tintin. I'm yeah. wearing this at a protest." Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> by the way, when we have Peter up here,
2: make him dress as Tintin.
1: You'll be struck by how much Peter looks like Tintin. Any day, <laughs> yeah. Any day, and yeah. kind of dresses like him. Yeah, he he likes he loves a good sweater vest, snappy, <laughs> a, a good tie, exactly. A good, a good pair of khakis always goes well on. Well, always goes well. What on do the you hitter.
2: think the box office expectations are here, over here, stateside, for that movie?
1: I would say, honestly, the involvement of Spielberg and Jackson create the box office expectations and i'm really not the guy we we can have so many people on the show who can who are sort of savants for um yeah
3: well and like what quantify success how much
1: they're spending on marketing but i would say there's they're probably nervous which is why they are i'm sure that's that's part of what's behind the plan to open it internationally first to strong business so that by the time they come to these shores Where again, the property is largely unknown. Right. They can say, "Well, look, we've already made seven hundred million dollars overseas, and we have our our um, incredible reviews under arm, and here we are." And if it disappoints, who cares?
2: Well, they might have. We didn't make
1: it for this country anyway, and
2: they might have the one handicap too: is I don't see it as necessarily geared towards kids at all. From the trailers, it didn't.
1: You know what I mean? Well, like most Spielberg movies, it's a sort of from from. Eight, age eight to eighty, four well, quadrant.
2: Totally, which is unfortunately not, the what, park, not what not what the big on, giant on. CGI movie successes are. Those are always like fucking fart shoe jokes. You know what yeah. I mean? Such well, as not Puss in boots. I mean, in the Muppets trailer, the fart shoe thing is scaring the hell out of me, dude. I still haven't seen the movie yet, but like right. when Fozzie says fart shoes, I fucking die inside. You cringe just because you can see like his feet. A it's part it of the Scares problem. me, and you can see his fucking feet. Huh. But um, Tintin, I just as an I don't think if I was an eight year old kid, I would be excited from the trailer.
1: The scary thing is, um, and I say this as um,
3: I just want Twilight to Saga: good. Breaking
1: Dawn Part One, opposites uh, opens opposite Happy Feet Two. Yeah. <laughs> the scary thing is, in the movie business, truthfully, you can say, "Well, there's n- there's never any such there's never anything w- there's never any such thing as a sure thing in life, let alone the movie business." But boy, the closest thing to a sure thing is dot dot dot. But stuff happens. Saturday morning, you wake up and you go to those websites and you look at the numbers from Friday, and here's and the headline. The snarky headline is always you Unha- know unhappy penguins yeah. eat vampires, yeah, yeah, yeah. or um, or in the case of Tintin, it's like chipmunks trounce Tintin. No. Oh, because is Alvin going and up the, chipmunks the two opens? No three. three. Sure. they're on a three. boat three. Now. Pardon me.
2: It took them three movies to get to a boat, but they're finally there.
1: But that's scary, and, yeah.
3: then, and then and then it's going to be a chipmunk 77 on a plane. No, totally, but that's terrifying.
2: Me. You're right. Like, how many hundreds of millions of dollars and yeah. eighty years worth of legacy, and our two biggest filmmakers alive, and yeah. they get beat by fucking chipmunks,
1: which could easily happen. Yeah, you right. The movies in America
2: almost probably prognosticated to happen. I bet yeah, if you check the track, I track tracking wise, chipmunks is tracking higher than fucking Tintin.
1: Yeah, chipmunks shouldn't be on tracking. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> tracking is something we we should devote a whole um episode
2: explaining we yeah, yeah. a
1: whole episode to tracking because tracking is something that even in the movie business you as part of like your day-to-day life or whatever tracking you know depending on to what degree you're a um armchair quarterback for box office or whatever you don't really pay too much attention to tracking you know that tracking is out there every studio gets the tracking. Tracking is done by NRG. Don't worry, we are not going to turn this into that episode that explores and explains tracking. But when you have a movie that's about to come out, you come on tracking, it's either three or four weeks out from your opening date. And tracking then, you get tracking reports like, I don't know, every few days or so. And tracking definitely becomes like the most important or one of the most important things in your day, because it, it's a it's a it's a measure of. I was, was going to say, whether or not you're going to do people, well or not you, do well.
2: If you had to explain it to someone who didn't know it all, would you basically say tracking defines how, how many people are aware that your film is coming out in the yeah, right? I think tracking
1: measures. Tracking measures two things. To really simplify it, um, tracking measures awareness to what degree. Uh, are the american people because it's strictly a domestic thing as far as i know to what degree is this statistical sampling of the american movie going public um and greg L would we miss you because we know you'd be jumping right in on (laughs) Oh, he'd he'd be losing his mind right now um are they aware of a movie that's opening and following that what degree of interest do they have in seeing it and how many movies are opening on Friday? Could you list them in interest that you would go if see Greg them? Greg
3: Elwood can tell you every number for every movie, every yeah. week.
1: Greg is Greg doesn't get the tracking himself, but Greg is wired in tightly with a couple of guys oh, who yeah. do get tracking. As,
3: as soon as I talk to him, I'm like, what do you think about this? He's like, well, you know, it's tracking like this. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, well, then now I just know.
1: And Greg's feeling, I know his, again, um, actually threw the line out to him this morning to see if he wanted to come on, but he is. He's in the middle of a conference call as we record this. Greg's thing, Greg's feeling, I think, is that tracking, tracking, you know, every so often, and I would say regularly, there's a big miss where something has been tracking to open at 22 and it ends up opening it to $11 million weekend at the box office. And everybody was like, see, don't believe that tracking. But I, last time we had a conversation about this, Greg's strong feeling was that, uh, the science that they've gotten it down to now that this company, National Research Group, NRG, who basically created tracking, or its founder, Joe Farrell, since retired, created tracking, um, have gotten it down to such a science now that tracking truly is more, um, more accurate than not, or more, at the end of the, that's at what at the, end the, end the studios day, pay attention right to in
2: their in their pre in the pre release month. They use it were. to yeah.
1: then determine where they're where they're going to spend their marketing Digital. dollars marketing. Yeah. on television. Oh, we're missing this audience. Oh, this audience is less aware of us, so we need to target our dollars. We need to spend more money on uh, men's sports shows we need to, we need to buy more advertising on ESPN and we need to buy less advertising on ABC Family because the girls know the girls know but the boys don't but the older men are an interest is there a vampire
3: werewolf wedding movie coming out soon I keep seeing yeah, we spots don't, for it on every channel is that true Yo, what yeah. is it a vampire
1: really? oh, werewolf Twilight. wedding movie
3: yeah oh breaking dawn is like I didn't know what every, I was, I was just, I've watched you second, don't even
1: have that level of awareness
2: <laughs> I was, no I knew I know your flick's coming out man I just didn't it's it,
1: not my flick for the record when
2: described as vampire Jack, we're were were werewolf Jack
1: it. is Stephanie Meyer
2: when described as vampire werewolf wedding movie my mind just jumped to like werewolf in a veil <laughs> i
1: went very furry <laughs> girlfriend in a coma like like werewolf uh, in a comedy
2: tale. like like i thought you, like um dylan dog and the dead of evil or oh, some dear, shit i thought yeah. it was a horror spoof about a werewolf right talking about not married. tracking right yeah. dylan dog
1: i've never even heard of it
2: oh brandon ralph awareness Superman. non-existent yeah. in this <laughs> living room Terrible. well that's not true
1: you guys are aware of it
2: no <laughs> Dylan Dog, that De- Knight. No, um, it. Never was heard Brandon of it. Ruth. He was playing like a super... He was playing like Constantine kind of... Well, Dylan Dog is an Italian comic. It is a... Con- See, there you go. And so
3: they independently financed this, this movie. It's like the nerdiest in, <laughs> in, in, in team jack we've ever <laughs> yeah. recorded.
1: It's unbelievable.
3: It's awesome. Um, And uh, he... uh, It was released overseas into like middling to like... It had to do some business to get released over here, I guess. And I remember the day... I don't know if it popped up on like Yahoo or... Apple, iTunes, you know. I think for, it was QuickTime, I saw it. Yeah, it was, yeah, and it pops up, and I'm like, what is this? And you click, and I'm like, you start watching it, and you see like the post and everything. You're like, how did this movie pass me by? And then you watch the trailer, and you go, that's how. It's oh, really? just, yeah. I mean, and I, in fairness, so I watched So it's an Italian it. comic book. Yeah, it's an Italian comic book called Dylan Dog, which he's is basically, yeah, it's comic kind of like a Zombie detective. He's like, no, shit. he's like the one mortal who like the supernatural creatures choose to
1: like be their, their,
3: Private dick. Yeah, to, it's sort of Constantine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm so,
1: was this way. movie made by Italian money in Italy?
3: I, mean, I don't know if it was made in Italy. I,
1: truth be told, it's probably made in Prague with Italian money. Right.
3: But, um, you know like, but it Pro- came out prog being the toronto or vancouver of eastern europe that's right um it came
2: out theatrically like uh, it was in th- it was in a few theaters and stuff like I, domestically I think, it, I think it was at it the family th- yeah yeah like well, no, yeah but it, it got out there well I but
3: mean, no i think it was also i think it, it may have been like a day and date it might have been on demand i think and you're and right the, too the and, same a, time. and there's a
2: blu-ray now so like it it I don't. I feel bad for Brandon Ruth. I'm a fan of. Well, and Duke. Sam
3: Huntington's in it too, who's on the American remake of Being Human, and I and he was Jimmy Olsen in Superman Returns. That's right. How quick did Six that get canceled? Superman Returns. Hmm?
2: How quick did they get canceled? The American Being Human. Oh, it's back. It's coming get back. Get the fuck out of here. No, and you know what? And it was actually no. It was so the terrible. The opposite of being
1: canceled is being yeah. new.
2: Wow, it was terrible. Did it you was watch so it? Ter- no, it was so terrible. I made it five minutes. I'm a huge fan of the British I, version.
3: I love it too. And, and what what wound up happening about it? I'm not saying it's great. It's very goofy but, though. Yeah, but I'm saying that like by the. By I had friends who were still watching it, who have such a higher pain threshold for entertainment than I do, and they were telling me that, like, you know, by episode like eight, it diverted from the British one. They now have nothing in common, and it kind of found its own like tone and humor. And it's, you know, it's not sci-fi's best show, but it's it's much more palatable now. And it being renewed is not a not a waste of money, I think.
2: What, what, do you watch sci-fi, Jack? What would you say sci-fi's sci-fi best show is? Yeah. Uh? Uh, I don't
3: watch sci-fi. That's Channel. an interesting
1: question to bring up. What would I you? I don't watch Sci-Fi Channel.
3: I, I think, in terms of a show that actually is, is watchable and funny and enjoyable and well cast, I think Warehouse 13. That was a, is I, is a good. It's was it, uh-huh. so funny because you have you know sci fis signature show was Battlestar Galactica, which was At like you time. know bleak as can be. Yeah. And now it's kind of this action adventure procedural. Well um,
1: Eureka was also a mega
3: success sci-fi, for them. Yeah, yeah.
2: And the Alpha is sci fi also, right? I can't
3: I, I find Alpha's kind of um kind of bleak in one note. My friend loves it, but I'm kind of like you know, I've got this problem with like superhero shows that really don't throw the money in the right way. Um and it's like, yeah, I get it, you're you're making the superhero show um, and you're making your character strong, but all you have is breakaway walls.
2: Are you a Misfit fan? Oh, I'm such
3: a Misfit fan. Did you fan. watch the
2: first episode yet?
3: No, I haven't watched it yet. It aired I, last night. Yeah, you? I know. It it's, aired in the UK. I
2: watched it. It's kind of, uh, like, without spoilers, because I don't know if any of the listeners are Misfit fans. I definitely miss Nathan, but this yeah. new guy, Joe Gilgan or whatever, right. name, Rudy,
3: is yeah. awesome. Is he? Okay. Yeah, I actually, um, I tweeted, uh, both BBC America and Hulu because. I saw that
2: this morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: I tweeted them both because, um,. I don't know, you know, Misfit streams on Hulu, but what I found out is that you can also buy it in HD from the iTunes store under the BBC America tab. Um if you want to own it, like I do. But you
2: still have to wait however Well, they don't
3: they don't even have a timeline now for it right now. I mean it was going like, you know, one episode a week, um, which is fine, and they didn't even have a plan for me. And I was like, You guys (laughs) you guys, you're like inviting piracy. You're you know, That's exactly what they're doing, yeah. They finally got their shit together for, you know, Doctor Who day and day. You know, it's like why if I can download something in HD this
2: hour half hour after an, your show yeah, an
3: hour after it airs overseas, why can you not transmit it a day earlier and bump it Especially over to the if States? you're going to
2: release it for free a few months later. Yeah, overseas.
3: yeah, I agree with you, dude. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that show is such a music heavy that licensing issues must be insane.
2: But I don't know. i I think that's i think that's the bbc calling us right now to complain that i watched it wasn't even bbc it's e4 that's why yeah it is e4 but but
3: that's why it's weird that it's on the bbc america tab you know that is weird right yeah Yeah. but then that's also um i like watching science shows with uh science shows with brian cox not actor brian cox but there's this british guy who was in a boy band boy band fell apart became an astrophysicist Oh yes, I've seen yeah. that. He's on the right.
2: science. He's on Science Channel. Yeah, he's on the science channel. The guy, yeah, like, the like, science where he explains channel. the universe. And yeah, every it's, it's ex- like
3: Wonders of the Universe. Wonders scares of. The, uh, the
2: fuck! Of, it makes me feel so ins- insignificant about my own mortality. I can't watch five minutes of that show. But they're
3: amazing, and they're so <laughs> well made. And I was like, oh, maybe I have Apple TV, and I was like, oh, I'm going to try and find it. It's also hidden under Same the BBC thing? America yeah, tab, yeah. even though it airs on Science Channel and Discovery Channel. It's like how weird that BBC America is like hoarding all this content, or basically, BBC is basically buying all of British television. Bringing it to America, and instead of airing it, they put it on iTunes, and then they spend money out the ass to air
1: Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. It's a really. Battlestar Galactica is usually preceded by an episode of what? Next Generation. Yeah, Star Trek Next Generation. (laughs) And what's it followed by? It's Sci-Fi Saturdays. Oh, they have X-Files now too, don't they? I think they have X-Files now. They have
2: X-Files. All there is is fucking Star Trek and X-Files on that channel now. I'll
1: tell you what, I. When I first heard that they were. Uh, that they'd picked up Battlestar and were going to air it. I was sort of all about reliving the um, reliving the best four years of my life, um, one week at a time, <laughs> the with best, two episodes. The best three until and, I,
3: and a half years of your life, Jack.
1: <laughs> whatever it was. <laughs> um, it was that season Until two two and I and saw a half. the yeah. miniseries, you know, the first the first part of the miniseries aired, and they're not in HD, I don't think, and the the image quality is. Not great on DirecTV. No, um, I actually... So I opted out and thought...
3: I, I turned off I'll Graham just Norton... i on Blu-ray. ...and Lay Down Your Burdens was on yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Graham Norton that was featuring Jamie Bell looking very good in a suit, talking about Tintin. Um, right. And Kate Winslet being body and amazing. Wait a minute. Um, So
1: how did you get from Jamie Lay Down Your Burdens, which is an episode of Galactica? I
3: turned off Graham Norton on my DVR because I had finished it. I see. And it was still on BBC America. And I watched the end of Lay Down Your Burdens. Right. And I was watching it. I was like, oh, this was like a good, it's a good good time. And I was watching it, watching it, watching it. Right. And I was thinking to myself, oh, it's BBC America. I'm going to watch all of the Occupation of New Caprica now. Like, I'm just going to sit down and I'll watch everything through Exodus. And they showed Occupation Part 1 and that was it. And then it went on to like Next Generation or right, maybe right. even like an infomercial. And I was like, well, right, right.
2: fuck you. Why does, yeah, wait, is Star Trek on BBC America too?
1: Yes. Yeah. Why does why is
2: Star Trek, why is BBC showing us an American show? Why are there American syndicated shows on a British? I, I,
3: I think that BBC America wants to be the smart sci-fi channel for America and we'll leave. Because, you know, That's our sci-fi channel, doesn't like our sci-fi channel have like wrestling on it?
1: Wrestling on Friday nights. Yeah, yeah,
3: they have wrestling on Friday nights and they had, they tried a cooking show with Marcel's Quantum Kitchen. Yeah. You know, and so it's kind of like, all right. So well, a you,
1: lot of people remember when they changed their name from sci fi SCI-FI, yeah. SCI-FI yeah. to SYFY. Yeah. People were sort of puzzled by that and a lot of people were openly contemptuous of it and, um.
2: And then Discovery Science changed theirs to just science. Or just Well, the,
1: yeah. The thing about the sci-fi name change is, I'd heard anecdotally that even after all the years Sci-Fi Channel had been up and running, still, when you went to Google and typed in Sci-Fi, the number one hit result, the top search result, would not be Sci-Fi Channel's official site. It would be something else having to do with science fiction. Oh. So if if only we change our title to something like... S Y S Y F S Y F Y, we can own that top search result but i think it well, seems to me that what's what's really going on there is if we change our title to SYF SYFY, um the network can be anything yeah and is not is no longer tethered to an abbreviation of the term yeah. science fiction and so if we want to put wrestling on friday nights on sci-fi well wrestling is on friday nights on sci-fi and sci-fi Sci-fi means whatever we want it to mean season to season as we change our programming lineup.
3: Sci-fi is also global branding. I mean, it's the sci-fi channel in Spain. It's the sci-fi channel in Australia. It's the sci-fi channel in Japan. S-Y-F-Y means nothing. Whereas sci-fi, abbreviated, is an English translation. Yeah. It's a weird, you know, it's like MTV, MTV, MTV. They're all MTV. Yeah. Like, you know it stands for music television, but it's just, it's MTV. It's become its own entity. It's its own thing.
1: Yeah. Um. The name of your favorite restaurant, you don't even think of what, you don't even think of what the title spelled out means. You just right. know it's called IHOP. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if But in the, the back of my
2: mind, name. I'm like International House of Fucking Pancakes. So I'm getting up in there. Yeah, there's, there's, no no in IHOP. IHOP. there's no fucking in those pancakes. I There's no fucking in those pancakes. I do though. That's plenty better batter to like make this. them. <laughs> I'm a big IHOP fan. Oh. <laughs> um,
1: so Tin Tin... Coming back in off, um. No,
2: yeah. Well, actually, I had, I had, I had something I could go. I could go off of that if you if you'll allow me. Uh, there's another trailer that just popped up in the last few days for a uh an animated movie that uh is blowing my mind and like the op very opposite of No, it's Arthur. um. Nope, it's Paranorman. It's the stop, oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, oh
3: from Lego. Like, yeah. yeah,
1: with yeah. the
2: Donovan song in the trailer. Yeah, it's the, the season, season of the witch. witch. The season of the yeah. witch. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah. Have you seen the trailer yet, Jack?
1: I haven't, but I saw a poster hanging the other night. Yeah. Yeah. Poster and, uh, shitty. Arc Light Hollywood.
2: Trailer's incredible and Trailers atmospheric, great. and Super dark
3: and like.
1: Is it Monster House Zom- though? Zombie no. movie?
3: No, 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 no. It's um basically. From what I can tell, because they're not releasing that much, but it's a kid who can see dead people and talk to the dead. Okay. So it's kind of... But like, Leica's kind of... Who's Leica? They made Cor- Coraline. And okay. so they've kind of become like the goth stop-motion studio. Does that mean Henry Selick? No. No.
2: They say from the makers of Coraline, but they just mean Leica.
1: Yeah, which is the studio that made it. So but it's he, like art his scene. is...
2: Is that his studio, Leica? though? I don't think so.
1: But well, Coraline started it as a book. Yeah. And Neil
2: Gaiman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was by Neil, Neil Gaiman, Gaiman book. And then Henry Selleck developed
1: it. Henry Selleck and ultimately directed the film, right? Which I think was produced by Bill Mechanic
2: It was, yeah. At yeah. And it was an Ufted.
1: Disney. Maybe it was maybe?
2: Fo- focus was it Focus yeah, like it's this like, one?
3: Focus or universal Okay. But all, like I that. love
2: Coraline. Like that's one of my favorite uh Henry Selleck Out of the Burdens the book of Timber. Both, yeah. But um, right. for years, Selleck had the Tim Burton thing where people, you know what I mean? Nightmare Before Christmas. James and the
1: Giant Peach. Exactly. You he, know
3: what's funny is that when you think about like stop motion, stop motion. Monkey bone. Features yeah, and yeah. stuff like this. True. Yeah, it seems like it really lends itself to kind of like the goth genre, the biggest successes of that, you know, flushed away failure. We, America's having a hard time grasping a Wallace we, and Gromit. We
2: don't like Ardman in America. No, we don't. Cute. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's Speaking really strange.
3: And then, and they're American great movies, imports. but you know, yeah. if, if, if you can do something creepy and put on a shirt and hot topic, you know, yeah. Caroline Paranorman, any of the Tim Burton things,
1: you well, know, Nightmare Before Christmas is still just,
3: for a movie that was a
1: tank when it came out. Yeah, it was just it nothing, a total yeah. bomb it's when it re-released came It's been re released seven
2: times,
3: I think. It is like, yeah. It's
1: the Rocky Horror Picture Show of well, that. Well, and they
3: just did, like, I think, like last year, they did, like, a new, like, soundtrack cover album where they commissioned really? a bunch of artists to do, you know, it's Panic like, at the Disco like and, and Fiona Apple. And, 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 and even
1: now, it's still it's showing down there at D- the Disney owned El Capitan. Oh,
3: yeah, they'll show El Capitan. They do the movie Honda theater Mansion. On Hollywood, you know, I think, you know, if you live in California, you go to Disneyland twice a year. You go and, like, Halloween time, Christmas time, to see the haunted mansion, done as nightmare for Christmas, which right. improves upon the experience. Then you go in summer when think? it's like vintage and old. And
2: I prefer the nightmare version of of the haunted mansion. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like both. I like, I like both. The jack face. Like, there's so many. Much, there's a lot cooler. I don't know. The, you're so used to the regular haunted there's mansion. There's more tricks by now. There's right. more to look for when it's I mean
3: the, the, the haunted mansion is so dated. I mean, it is. It is. It's a time machine more than a haunted mansion. Really, it's like you're getting back into this ride like and you're that. going to 1968. And you were seeing technology and nothing has evolved. Right. And so, and I like that. I still like it. I like going in the summer and riding the Honda Mansion, but I also love going in winter and seeing them, you know, kind of jazz it up a little bit. Right. It's basically Tim Burton bedazzled. Right. Um, To get it all kind of fancy.
1: The bigger um, idea down there at the Disneyland park is is so called Halloween time, yeah, which is meant to encompass the huge seasonal redress of the park. Yeah, but it, but it's it sh- most, most of it
2: shitty, like Space Mountain. Oh, Space Mountain's it's
3: terrible. The worst fucking thing
2: in the world. Have you done it? The uh,
3: what's it called?
1: Ghost Galaxy. <sighs> yeah,
3: really. Yeah. They no, changed I the music it. and they, they put changed like the music. Okay, holograms. So, all right, so you're riding Space Mountain. The whole selling point of getting on Space Mountain is that it's pitch black in the dark. Right. I know what I'll do. I'll put some projectors in there that are showing an image too bright where you can see the walls.
1: I don't want to see the walls. You
3: don't, space, right. And so you're driving around and you're not, you're not even seeing the wall. You're basically seeing like...
2: Scrims and you're like, screens and shit. It's oh, like, you know,
3: this orange wow. ghost nebula thing, but it might as well be the bat symbol. And really? so you're, like, seeing these kind of white spots on the wall with an orange cloud in it, and it's like, I want to see nothing. That's
2: the whole point, and is you're in still... Pitch Black. And they project stuff They're... on the outside of it, too.
1: Yeah. And what music are they playing? Not that Dick Dale surf music. No,
2: it's not Miserloo. It's, I uh, know, which isn't even Miserloo. It's uh, yeah. it's some fucking, like, techno Yeah. Rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a so drum and bass house thing. thing. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, not, not my favorite addition to the park. No, it's
1: um, like, and a not unrelated note: has anybody, has anyone here ridden the new Star Tours? Revamp?
3: I, I rode the new Star Tours, and it was amazing. I can't
2: fuck with that line yet.
3: <laughs> it was. And I have an, really I have an,
2: I'm an annual pass holder. I no, can't.
3: you got a fast pass. The first yeah, thing you do when you go it, in, dude. you get the fast pass. Um, yeah, it was actually so much fun.
1: Well, you know, they say that they they say that Star Tours is the big for the uninitiated. Star Tours is the uh, Star Wars themed ride. Motion the Motion at the machine, Disneyland yeah. Disneyland parks, Walt Disney World, and Disneyland. It's been up and running since probably the early 80s. 87, 88? 86 or
2: 87, yeah.
1: Before or after Captain EO?
2: After. after Captain EO
3: Star Wars opens it.
1: after Captain EO? Yeah. Because yeah, Captain EO was. Captain Epcot. EO disappeared for a, a thousand years and is now back. Yeah, but Captain EO was at Epcot. Um, right.
3: Right. Was that premiered, and then I think Star Tours Star Tours happened at MGM first, and Disneyland got it after MGM. At in Florida, the Disney did. MGM theme park, which not just the Disney Studios that like M- right, MGM yeah, left. Um No, I was really excited, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm to ride this like eleven times because it has like fifty three storyline." <laughs> Co- right. Combination, but
2: 40 right. of them involve pod racers and jar jar no. well right.
3: yeah so and, and of course well, i was well. like i don't care what happens i just don't want to go to the goddamn pod race and of you, got course, it. It's you and it it's
2: you and fucking suboba yeah. man no yeah. i mean w- <laughs> what it is is there's
3: like there's like three openings three cameos and then like three i guess act threes you would say and they can be re- re- rearranged in 53 different ways but basically right. um so yeah so it's hd it's 3d um it's incredibly well done 3D. really good really really good it's super fun it's glasses i mean are,
2: glasses or visors. okay
3: glasses you know you're kind of laughing to yourself the entire way it's just so much fun huh. um and i just you know watch them on blu-ray
1: and have they changed the weight you know where you're lined up Looking at the, uh, the Endor Just a little Express bit. I was, there. I was a
3: little disappointed in the wait space. Getting it pre flight
1: checkout.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. They took out, they took out the Paul Rubens robot and they put in C3PO. Yeah, C3PO, the new C-3PO
3: pilots the machine. They have a CGI Paul Rubens robot that you see. There's references um, in They
2: use archival Carrie
3: Fisher footage from A New Hope and Carrie Fisher recorded new dialogue. Really? Yeah. Um, James Earl Jones recorded new dialogue as Darth Vader. Um, really? Yeah. You get, uh, well, that's worth and it. And then there's Boba Fett. Yeah. So what happens is you're you're on like the space dock, and you go, and you're leaving Star Tours, and something goes wrong, and so C three PO winds up being your pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one thing that's really neat, and my friend, happened. You get on there, and the whole through line is that there's a rebel spy hidden on your cruiser. Oh yeah. They I mean, take a photograph of somebody 9/11. in the. They take a photograph <laughs> of someone in the i hope he doesn't have a box cutter you
2: get the wrong fucking crowd and you get the wrong patriots in that room and you yeah. might be done <laughs> they ain't taking my fucking star tour
3: yeah but apparently like the system can recognize if you're male or female which i really want to try out with like you know a butch lesbian and see what happens um but, like, but it's like but like we know he's on board is we know truck. she is on board right um because you're trying to leave you're stopped either by boba fett or vader Okay. And Vader uses the Force, and you're like thrown around by him using the
1: Force. Nice, Uh which is really fun. This is totally amping me it up. I have. Oh, friendly. it's yeah. super great. Like it's
3: totally yeah. Um, you go. Okay, so like one opening has you fighting fending off against Vader.
1: One has you leading. Vader, what? How am I fending Vader? I'm fending off Vader in person, who's vader's on like a floating platform there how and, like, are we a
2: fighting darth vader that's what ugh.
3: you're trying to take off and leave he's using the force to stop you i see and then r2 starts firing at him which like breaks his concentration right it must be the hayden christensen
1: vader not Please, the real no vader. floating platforms um no.
3: yeah, yeah um or then there's one where like um Han Solo and Chewbacca are being chased through, but it's not Harrison. It's, you know, Han Solo lookalike guy running through the, the docking bay. Yikes. Um, so I would, so we went to, um, I'm talking about my, my summer vacation. Exactly. Uh, I went to Tatooine, to the pod race, which actually was fun. You know, it's a good motion. Right. You know, you're kind of floating and going. Right. It, it would have made the first movie more tolerable, actually, had I been able to move during it. Right. Um, what go day. to, uh, go to, go to Coruscant and, um, then there is a new Death Star being made at orbiting like...
1: Death Star 3.
3: Death Star 3 being made. But it's being made around a planet, like a, a Saturn planet, like a ringed planet, maybe huh. like Genosius or Mystifar or something. Still
1: under construction like yeah, Death Star 2. Yeah, and, and you go into Death Star 2. finished. You basically
3: relive the end of Return of the, of the Jedi, Jedi going yeah. in, blowing up the core, and then flying back out. Right. So you go to light speed like three or four times during the ride, and so you get like four locations in. Huh. Um, apparently, Hoth is really good. You're like in the Battle of Hoth, fighting walkers and weaving through. All them. about it. Yeah, but we didn't do that. All but about it.
2: Yeah, I, totally I heard the shittiest one is is the Bongo. Oh yeah, going down to no the the, in the Gungans. And the, the, yeah, yeah, you're in yeah. the water yeah. and fucking yeah, going down the to the city. and yeah. yeah, I could take a skip on that. On the Inverse, did you do Little Mermaid? Because mm. I haven't done that yet either. That no. was the other new ride just that just opened. opened up at Disneyland. Yeah, but yeah. Little Mermaid, California, California Adventure,
3: DCA. Little Mermaid apparently and I'm kind of like disappointed on the Little Mermaid DVD that came out like you know the previous moratorium like 8 8 years ago. Uh-huh. They had the Before bonus they feature. locked it in the vault. Yeah. yeah. They had like this the bonus same feature that
1: uh, Warner Brothers is about to lock the, the Harry Potter movies yeah, in. Yeah, for like Man. 9
3: months. It's yeah. like come on now. Like at least make yeah. me freak out. But 9 yeah. months I wait for a baby that long.
2: Um <laughs> they uh But it will be the baby who lives, right? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Would be the baby How many the parents have carved a head? lightning bolt in their newborn's face <laughs> so <like> to see <laughs> if it just stays <laughs> that way? Um But they had like they were gonna build a little a uh, little mermaid ride in like Years the nineties, the yeah. and they never did it, and so they basically did like a VR CGR tour of the Little Mermaid Ride. Hmm. Which was just it's like right it's the same par as like the flying ships for the Peter
1: Pan ride you know at disneyland yeah. it's just a dark um, ride but and it's, so it's a dark ride it's, a dark it's ride actually built and it uses it utilizes like robots and glow paint yeah yes. and black lights
3: yeah so it was basically like the that Spencer Gifts ride <laughs> so like california adventure is like totally re- revamping itself into pixar land one piece at a know, time trying one hit. land yeah. at a time well the yeah. whole thing was pretty much closed when i was there last time um, they have the
1: um when was the last time you were there like a month ago, and do they have the? Are they underway on the recreation of the famous, um either Carthay or Cathay Circle the Theater? Carthay, yeah, which is going to be the new. I follow a lot of. No, blogs that's and done. Shit. No, the, that's the, done. The, the, the entrance is it? done. Yeah, you see. Yeah, wow. still, you can
2: see the d- detail work on the awnings and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's
1: really great. But everything this else is, is a is famous down. movie theater in Los Angeles that was sort of White* premier, just White south premier, of yeah. Wilshire that was demolished. um That Disney is rebuilding. uh Exactly, as the new main gate to California. what what has been called Disney's California Adventure.
2: It's still called that, yeah. And
1: do we think they're going to stick it, with not, that once the redo tr- is finished?
2: I don't think so. They call they'll, it like Pixar. Well, I mean, the, I think they'll keep DCA. A,
1: you think a good yeah. two thirds of that park
3: is being turned into Cars? Cars Land. Land is like sixty percent mean, of the park now. Yeah,
1: sixty percent
2: square footage wise, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to have wow. like
3: five, and there's already a Bug's Life ride there. So basically, you're you're going to go to California Adventure and you're going to go ride California Screamin'. Toy, Toy Story. Story 3 is already is a already ride there, and it's amazing.
2: The Midway Mania. Um,
3: Twilight
1: Zone. Uh,
2: Tower of Terror Tower is still Terror. there. You got Mickey. They took Bug's down. Fox Mup,
3: There's Muppet Vision 3D, which needs to be revamped They're going to get
2: rid of Muppets. If they they, that, need, to, that's they still, need to make a new one. Yeah, that's it's the last It's so one. outdated. Well, the Monsters, Inc., and what they did in Disney they might do here is with the Monsters, Inc. dark ride with the doors. Have you seen that yet? No, it's there. It's next to Muppets. It's in DCA already? Yeah. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah, just grab it's a pen. Everyone Not listening, that- grab a pen and yeah, yeah, make your notes. Make yeah. your notations <laughs> Maybe, for your next okay, park visit. Uh, yeah, right.
1: We're laying it bare.
2: Um, what else? They've got the roller coaster they're keeping, which they just repainted and shut down. They okay. took out the Ferris wheel. They took out Mickey off the Ferris right, wheel. Right, now it's just sun... No, 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 they put Mickey on the Ferris wheel.
3: No, they take it off. They took him off. And they put the sun on. They put the sun on. Okay. And
2: then they took off they took out that orange thing, the orange peel or whatever it was well, called. Well, yeah, but now it's, an, Goofy's, now it's, now
3: it's Mickey's Silly Symphony. Mickey's Silly K- Symphony, and then they, they just
2: opened the goofy roller coaster, which is just a crazy mouse yeah. coaster.
3: Yeah. Well, that used to be Mulholland Madness. And then they took the cars away because you know every child knows about Mulholland Drive from their favorite David Lynch movie. So it was, totally, uh, it should be a roller of coaster.
1: Pride and Joy's um that
2: Well, that was the major flaw with DCA, in my opinion. It was, it was. We're in fucking California, dude. Like these things are five, ten miles from here. We don't need. You know what I yeah, mean?
1: But your opinion of the major th- flaws was, ex- or the what everyone else was exactly was, yeah. his reason for bringing the park into existence was all this, all this. Uh, domestic and international tourism business, let's get them to the park and keep them there. So why why do you feel the need to get on the 5 North and drive all the way up to Los Angeles to go on the actual Mulholland Drive if we have a Mulholland Drive ride not related to... Which actually Lynch is scarier than name. Space
3: Mountain because you feel like you're going to be decapitated even more Cause by the... Because like
2: it's a carnival uh, ride. It's one of those like non-Disney built... like It is...
3: Yeah, I don't even it's want to. It's a crazy know. mouse.
2: I mean, if that's huh. the, that's the kind of roller coaster where it's that flat thing where it goes. Right. Dung, 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 I feel dung, like dung, dung, dung. it was like
3: a challenge that was put forth by like you have eighty square feet, make a ride that lasts seven minutes. Yeah. And it's just like you know this crazy stacked up. You go. You it's know. like the
1: mummy. It's the mummy roller coaster at oh my God. Universal Studios Hollywood, which that, they had to fit into the E.T. ride. The E.T. ride building. Which it's
3: is, which quick. is so short that you write it twice. You write it the first time and you write it backwards. In so they reverse, can at least make a little,
1: it's pretty quick.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, that Universal Park needs
1: more. Yeah more TLC you we were just think, up there you know, a couple weeks ago for Halloween Horror Nights I haven't been
2: in the park since I was like six years old like, I, w- I went to the opening of the King Kong ride with Kevin
1: how was the new King Kong horrible. ride
2: horrible yeah. wait wait I wait. hate those commercials so you went
1: to the opening of the new King Kong ride with Kevin or the original King Kong the ride the new
2: one like last okay. year the, three, the 3D Peter Jackson oh, yeah, one. yeah I guess that was like the. we went with him and his kids and, and Harley's friends and okay. uh, it was all even the kids
1: hated it it was awful really
2: it said 3D like the problem is if you have you not been on it yet there's a new park I haven't
1: to tell you what interestingly when when they had a lot of rides open it's not like they have the entire park open for halloween horror nights which is their annual haunted you know nighttime thing. destination is thing. it
3: still van helsing's haunted castle uh
1: no, no. that's is, nah, it, it's, is it the uh, thing? yeah it's the wolfman thing yeah. uh, after the take one remake. failure make it another failure haunted house hey oh, <laughs> who doesn't want to work for universal <laughs> yeah Kyle, um, i
3: want that park to be better it's the um, closest theme park i live to it should the be thing. awesome
1: jurassic park the ride yeah open king kong not open for halloween horror nights no it, king kong
2: because it's only it's um it's about i'm gonna say a minute and 40 seconds long that's what it. happens is you're in the tram, you pull up. Have you been on it yet either? No, I'm not. You pull up to this little cave thing, and they're like, uh oh, folks, we're going through here. And then you pull into the middle of the cave, the door is closed, and you can see screens on all sides. If you're not, if you're sitting on the outside of the car, you can see the bottom edge of the screen. It doesn't go floor to ceiling. Huh. So I saw bars during my thing. Really? So oh, all of a sudden, gosh. King Kong pops out. It's shitty 3D from like seven feet away. They move the truck back and forth. They spray shit on you. It's over in a minute and 20 seconds. So,
1: so it's a, part of the tram ride.
2: It's part of the tram ride. Well, maybe it's not it a was open because they
1: do the Terror Tram at yeah. night. It's not yeah, a yeah, separate attraction. Yeah, because you go through all the Maybe if you and, go on the Terror But, but the, Haunted thing that,
2: the thing that was the worst to me was because the screen didn't surround the car, you could see that it, it did not feel immersive for one second because right. I saw the fucking floor and the wall. Right. You know what I mean? That so was yeah. kind of the
3: thing, too, when they I went back when they took Back to the Future down and put up the Simpsons, Simpsons ride. And it's just that technology. I mean, the screen. It's a little outdated. I, I don't know if the bulb's not bright enough, you know. But yeah. you have kind of this canvas tent on everything Absolutely. because you can just you're so as it,
1: opposed to Star Tours. 3D. Zooming back down to Anaheim and DCA, soaring over soaring, California. You feel like which you, is the fucking um, bomb especially yeah. if you're
2: a fan of uh, the Mary Jane, you are fucking flying over whatever. What are you San referring San to? Louis- Mary
1: Jane. Who? Marijuana. Uh,
3: His you, favorite
2: movie, *Reefer Madness*. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I can bust out. I even know the songs of the musical. Man, come on. Oh, no, sweater vest.
1: Sweater before, <laughs> You get stoned before Soren. And, and yes, and you
2: get to take a tour of all of California in three stoned minutes. Stoned
1: over California. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they spray you with oranges and shit. Yeah, like yeah they missed.
1: They missed your face while you're while you're suspended with your feet dangling, um, over this giant. You know, beyond like IMAX I'm screen,
3: it's like a it's like a concave and I mean probably been,
1: seventy millimeter footage, aerial yeah. footage traveling over various California locales. Yeah. It is spectacular. Um, Still,
2: it tricks your
3: brain not to a, a point it's where you, yeah.
1: you know, it's not a young ride. It's been open. I I always see I always seem
3: to wind years. up in the middle. I've never been on the top before, and I want to know what it's like to not have feet dangling in front of me a little bit. Well, that's like true. I want to have the experience of like being completely. Yeah. Um Also, if you're a giant nerd, you you stick your arms out straight and you feel like Superman.
2: Well, that was like Tatsu. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys do uh like Six Flags. I went there for the first time.
3: I don't do
1: Six a Flags a month ago.
2: And they have. I'm this a r- little bitch. They have this have you, do, you <laughs> do you do rides like that or no? What
1: I don't know. What they is. have
2: got this ride called Tatsu now, which is um there's like four in the world. It's a uh, a flying roller coaster. You could they call it. Right. So you sit down in a chair and then the only way to describe it is. Your back goes up from behind you, so you're laying. this off now. Oh, yeah, no. You're flying flat down like Superman with nothing, nothing under you. And then they take you like 90 feet in the air and drop you around and do loops and shit. And you can't see. I'm not kidding. You can't see anything. I'm
1: shitting my pants. So
2: (laughs) you literally, it's the closest you'll ever get to being Superman or a bird. You're doing like barrel rolls. Is that the same? There's, there's like
3: another ride that's also like a roller coaster that like on an axis. Like, you go. And by the
1: way, not to be confused with Superman the Ride, which is still out there, is, right? Which is an up and down, yeah, yeah,
2: straight, which is also pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, you the drunk like,
3: Superman ride. You can fly up, but you can't stay up, so you fall back down. <laughs> See, I'm such a <laughs> bitch. It's like,
1: if I went out there, all of my friends would be on that ride, and I'd be back in the fucking Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Going like, yeah, they really got those crystals right from <laughs> Superman the movie. No,
3: but no, that's what, that's what my thought was too, though. I like rating, and that's part of like the. The one, the lone disappointment with um the Star Wars queue is that they haven't really changed it. Well, that's they what they put in yeah. some new robots, and that's and what they, Disney
2: does best—the theming. The I mean, the line yeah. for
3: Indiana Jones is incredible. It's pretty great, I mean, that's you a know, special it's, thing. It's Although I always get irked when we humid. go through that
1: tight, narrow, claustrophobic passage where the sign is on the on the bamboo support, telling you not to touch it. Yeah, the rope, and uh, then when you touch it. The ceiling starts to come down and the spikes start to come it out with you. the rumble. Yeah. It bothers me when that never happens. It's like, what? This is turned off for today? What's no, up?
2: Yeah, the rope too. When you pull the rope and you yeah, hit the, the, right. the rope is supposed to and do something And nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like,
1: come on. What, the
2: big new thing they did is. Especially
1: if I'm bringing somebody <laughs> down there.
2: The big new thing, I know this from being a giant Disney geek, is and they're going to start rolling this out at other parks, is um, interactive cues? They just opened up the Haunted Mansion in Disney World. They just redesigned, and it's interactive now. There's, like, pianos you can play and animatronics oh, on the line really? and little areas for kids to run off and then re-meet their parents. They made it like a— uh,
1: And they have a McDonald's in there.
2: Yeah, totally. <laughs> man. That would be fucking
1: awesome. Oh, my Haunting God, that'd your co You imagine? <laughs> that would be I the mean, best. Seriously.
2: I would stop. A I would McDonald's stop for fries. There? Yeah. It'd be How a good haunt- would that be? A
3: haunted McMansion. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh. For the win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. man. That, yeah. that might have been a good note. To- <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I
3: mean, because those cues. I mean, you can tell like when something was built in. I mean, the, the Space Mountain queue. Once you get into it, I Nothing. love it. Yeah. But like being outside just sucks. You're in a so fucking hard. mall
2: next to an arcade,
3: and you are. And ever. every time I'm on that mall, I keep thinking of like that Wonderful World of Color episode with the guy in the jetpack flying around there. Yeah. On that landing, and I'm like, it's fucking hot. And it I'm melting and, it's, and, and I just want to get inside. You're unsheltered. No, but, you know, the best part is going to the park, um, like, when it's, like, dead or dying. Like, closing down for the day or, like, around dinner time. Yeah. And... If you can like run through the halls of Space Mountain, or if you can run through the queue at Indiana Jones, it's like living in your own movie. It is is like
1: it is the it's more fun than the ride is. Like being able to run your own, it's like living your life as Michael Jackson there after (laughs) park hours. (laughs)
2: When I'm usually the pathetic, I mean not pathetic, I'll I'll own my shit. I go to Disneyland by myself because I don't have any fucking friends. A but I don't have any friends who go to Disneyland with me. So when I go by myself, I get the single (laughs) the sad sad single rider pass. (laughs) So, on like Indiana Jones, I do get to walk it. by my, I get to walk through the exit and the handicap thing and walk ah. the front. So, I totally theme that walk for me. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: All I the get into it. I'm the thinking, riders. like, what if a bunch of us go down there and all get single rider passes and we somehow we all walk through found the, each yeah. other next to the statue of Walt well, and Mickey with the, erection if viewed in profile (laughs) and then we all got to use our single rider passes as a group
3: no with what you're supposed to do and i did it one year with the ex and his family um you go down if you stay at the disneyland hotel or the is it the grand californian the grand
1: californian
3: you get into the parks two hours early you can go to the park at like 7 a.m
1: two hours early yeah That's an advantage. And so you go in and so what winds
3: up happening, you get up at the crack of dawn, you have breakfast, you walk on every single ride you want to ride. Yeah. So the park is done in two hours. Wow. Then you go take a nap, you go play by the pool, you go do whatever you want to do. And then you know what you do?
1: You go back in and you take one of those park maps that they give you. Yeah. And you start riding things that you've never ridden before. Like I'm not going to get on that fucking train that goes around.
3: I've never been on
2: the train. I've never been on the train. I've never been on the train. Dinosaur. What? The world Thing. fair. The world fair. The world, fair. the world fair that you've never seen that the what? train goes
1: through. It's Pre- Prehistoric. And you yeah. start to discover little corners of the park and Disneyland. By you know, as anybody knows, Disneyland was built before Walt Disney World in Florida, and as such, years, the, yeah. the 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 key difference between the two, to my mind, and certainly. Is this would, podcast now s-
3: called Team Walt? It's crazy.
1: <laughs> um, the virtue of Disneyland having been on, having been to both parks repeatedly, although it's been a while since I've been uh, to Walt Disney World I in, Orla- in, in uh, Orlando. But the virtue of Disneyland is that Walt Disney was alive for the design and build of most of those attractions. And so when you go on, for instance, Peter Pan's flight, at Disneyland, and then go on the same ride at Walt Disney World, there's just something about the design integrity that's just Uh better in Anaheim at the original older park, which, albeit, is much, much smaller than Walt Disney World, where they're still sitting on acreage that they haven't touched they can yeah.
3: still yeah. build another vibe well, well but that's, but that's you know that's kind of you know you always think like oh what if my favorite blank director had an unlimited budget yeah and you realize no that's not what you want you need people with constrictions because they make yeah. better theme parks better movies yeah. better tv and shows better,
1: certainly disneyland better design for a lot of those for a it's lot of the entire, rides that were original yeah. to the period in which the park was opened or the initial expansions when walt disney was still around
3: it's a perfect to puzzle. Jungle Cruise, pirate, I mean, yeah, yeah. Execution. The original, I've never been were, on the
1: riverboat. I've never gone canoeing. But here's but the thing. So there. the point is, for the older, much smaller Disneyland in Anaheim, the there are still rides that you've just dismissed out of hand, like right. the train right. thing. Room. You go on yeah. there, and it's like, wow.
4: Yeah.
1: There, there are aspects to those rides that, again, dinosaurs on the train ride that the and train goes And you know how I love through. my dinosaurs. You've never been told. Yeah. And. So you're making these discoveries and those that are awesome. those
2: dinosaurs are the oldest thing in the park because they're from the World Fair, and the World Fair predated Disneyland. Is that true? Yeah, World Fair was 53. Disneyland was What, like was the Anaheim World Fair? No, no New York
1: the, World Fair. New York, that's where
3: a Small World came from, too.
2: Yeah.
1: From the New York World mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah,
2: absolutely. The first
3: one, Just Which
1: though, is the one that's in... Shea, Flushing Meadows. They still have all those the, buildings that no, figure prominently in Men in Black it's right.
2: not any buildings it's just that globe thing
1: the globe but then those three there's like three it looks like flying saucers on tops.
2: those were fake them. for the movie Other.
1: oh really wow yeah
2: yeah it's that, it's that big globe it's, in the, it's like Shea Stadium and Arthur Ashe Stadium where they do the World okay. Series it's where the Mets play it's in right, Queens right, yeah, right. yeah 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 right.
1: Okay. So the dinosaurs were from that world's fair. Yes. As was small, it's a small, world. small world.
2: And yeah. Walt brought them back west for the part, for his new part. Did Walt
1: opening. design and execute those yes. for the world's fair? Yes. Yeah.
2: They were ordered for the, they, on commission.
3: It was Walt and Mary Blair who did the, Mary Blair is an amazing artist and she was basically Walt's kind of go-to gal. And she, the look of Peter Pan, the look of Cinderella. I mean, small world basically is her art in three dimensions. comes come her to her life. Too, yeah. I mean, it's, really? you know, she's in amazing, but too. she was like his, it's like favorite conceptual artist, and um, she has like you know some little golden books too. And Disney is way, actually. Do you, a,
1: do, do you know Joey Chow? I've not met
3: Joey Chow, but I'm a large fan of Joey Chow. And when I saw, he just
1: had a. It's a small world. He just posted it's yeah, a small world it, book it, with at, Disney, and they just had a gallery showing out at Nucleus. It, at Nucleus, yeah, I oh, was well, invited, in to I couldn't go. Um, that my buddy Eric. Yeah, because I
3: yeah there. I went down to I ran into Eric, and well, no, I was at Comic Con, and uh. There's hand signals going on. It's like an umpire's happening. Um, we're
2: talking baseball. <laughs> we're approaching... We just want... We just want to stop talk and talk baseball. Oh, know. Do we want to stop
1: this. or do you want to go? Like, we're the one we keep with, going uh, as long as you want we, we,
2: we, can, we can talk for a little bit more. I feel That's like. the great
1: thing about podcasting. It's not like a shrink session. Yeah. Where it's like, oop, 50 minutes. Time's yeah. up.
2: Yeah, whenever the conversation... With podcasting, who cares? Uh, yeah. yeah. We're,
1: um, on, we're on like
3: the, the Disney Mary Blair. Yeah. Mary Blair, amazing artist. Um, Disney's actually... Disney the person Disney the company has um now releasing um storybooks they've done I think Alice Peter Pan and Cinderella using her concept art for the movies really and they're now gorgeous picture
1: books that they've recreated that are sort of coffee um, tableish or are they are um, they inexpensive
3: they're I mean they're what 12.99 Wow, hard covers wow
1: well, I'm all about that um
3: yeah they're super gorgeous um Roy Disney was, you know, her hugest like patron. He loved her. Okay. Um, so much of her art is preserved and it's kind of like this, you know, you think of Disney art, you think of nine old men, but Mary Blair really is like quintessential Disney. She is, it's a small world. She wow. is, you know, these color palettes. She did um wow.
2: the wall. It's that watercolory kind of soft look that yeah, like, well, it's, Small it's, World defines it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's
3: all gouache, no no lines, you know, abstract shapes that somehow. Oh my God, look, that's like Tinkerbell if out you, of like it's three glasses. of paint.
1: Very comforting.
2: Yeah, it's so
3: comforting. When you're, it's when so you're warm.
1: Escaping away at that theme if, park and if it's you see incredibly that documentary
2: comforting. Documentary Walt and El Grupo about the trip that all the animators took down to like South America. Yeah, because
3: her art's right. very big into she, Three Caballeros.
2: She went down there. She was like the main animator on that trip and that's where they got like the, some of the biggest influences for the stuff that she wound up later doing was like three, yeah three caballeros. yeah
1: wow um it's a cool doc too. how awesome is this podcast though pretty fucking awesome yeah I'm just all saying. beginning yeah. with the holocaust gays in the holocaust <laughs> yeah it's crazy and, we yet, and then, we end, the
3: with, then we end up world. with it's a small yeah. world right? yeah we how should I'll, maybe we should maybe play the podcast backwards and start, <laughs> and start with the history of disney and then we'll go
1: back to um
2: it all ties together disney and nazis right? It's a
4: perfect there you go,
1: right? Um, i guess it does i'm not shame. so versed in that scandal no, yeah, yeah. um so what's everybody doing for halloween
3: i'm thinking i'm doing laundry i've had i've had two weeks of halloween basically already i'm pretty tapped out
2: I got all my Halloween and prior also. I think I'm going to I'm nap. answering a phone
1: call live on the air. Hang on. Do it.
2: Okay. Is this someone cool? Hey,
1: Candace, can I call you right back? Okay, thanks.
2: That was Candace Bergen, ladies and gentlemen. I love It Candace was. It was Candy
1: Bergen, Bergen who uh, is Daughter the assistant a, hey. to uh, our veterinarian, Jackie Gray. You'll notice there's no 80-year-old dog wandering yeah, around where is bumping Pick his ben? head. He's having a little hospital day today. Aww. Yeah, it's bad news bears. Oh, last leg time. So, right kind
3: of kind of the world's sweetest dog with a lazy ear.
1: Yeah. Uh who's literally like deteriorating in front of our very eyes. It's crazy. Uh, but but it's also unbelievably high maintenance, so needless to say. You know, the yeah. light at the end of the there's oh. a light at the end of the tunnel for all concerned. Yeah. I've I've
3: had my seven thousand dollar vet bill. It's it's not been it's not been
1: it's less about that than waking up in the morning and feeling like he's he's sort of like climbing up the bed, and you're sort of like oh this is adorable. He's like getting he's going up my side, Uh and oh he's now passing my head. What's going on here? Oh, I feel warm wetness under me. And now he's trying to get away from his own urine stain, and it's Aww. like I draw the line at waking up in a in a
2: puddle of someone puddle of, something else, someone
1: else's urine. dog, yeah. a dog's urine. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: if it's so. your urine, you really have no excuse.
3: <laughs> this is totally one of those kinky Hollywood Hills houses yeah. that has urine parties, <laughs> beds soaked in urine. Exactly. We, we the, the pool's always empty, died, but man. the beds never are. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh dear so team jack episode four a new pope i don't know we didn't really get any papal
2: yeah everything's a little we talked
1: about a little bit
2: yeah nazi pope there you go nazi pope
1: mary blair favorite artist of yeah pope xavier samuel
3: we charles we we have a a, a full solid (laughs) with with mary blair and star tours can't go wrong true we've got desperate hope that Spielberg can make a good movie with yeah, we
1: learned, learned I think it a will be today. a good movie, whether or not it's seen as a success um you know i mean the the in conventional terms so the, the the one thing that that man you can
3: tell when his heart's really in something, yeah, and you can tell when he's just making something, yeah, and to have this be his passion project and this technology that is not new, you know yeah. that is well versed in I think can make something really good, and I want something really good because well, Crystal just, skull, well, is... let me
1: just say for the record, having seen War Horse the play twice in two weeks in london recently uh if i have to pick and choose between two spielberg holiday movies that i want that i want to work uh i want warhorse to work see i can't see warhorse well you, you actually can and i just give you a little piece of information there without you probably even it. okay that, because i
3: can't watch like the trailer to free willie without like losing my brain i, I Willy can't Willie isn't
1: I, killed at the end of free willie
3: He's freed at He's the freed. end. In fact,
1: yeah. Did you see Marley and Me? Oh god, do I no. don't even talk about. See, I won't oh, see Marley god, and no. Me because I, I know I've, how I've it ends. I've people
2: warn me about it. I've never
1: seen Our it. Horror does Lord. not
3: end that way. Okay, good. I was I I read the Wikipedia of Marley. Okay, so I have a thing. Okay, I can't do animal movies and I can't do horror films that could actually happen to me. So Such like, as The Strangers. Never gonna watch it. Yeah, it's being in effective. a cabin and getting stalked by people—you know—don't yeah. go to
2: cabins. Every horror movie happens in a cabin in the woods. Get a fucking strangers hotel room happens like a normal
1: in a tract house, sort of in rural Texas. Yeah, yeah, don't
2: move to rural Texas.
3: Oh, I have to move away from or rural suburban Texas. suburban Texas,
1: I should say. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I just you know, I can't do that. So.
1: Um, so, you go to Wikipedia to look up plots to see whether or not animals are dead by the end of the feature. Well, or I'm just like, I want to know what happens. I want to be part of, like, the global conversation. <laughs> Does the dog live
3: forever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, the world's oldest dog. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like Phoebe on Friends, where Old Yeller always lives because I have a stop button. You know, just never... Old Yeller's a feel-good film. It's, like, 22 minutes long, but, you know, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, he's forever Old Yeller. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I go and I was... What just, about E.T.? E.T. makes me cry like a bitch even
1: now. Yeah, like, I watch, if, if you
3: watch E.T. from start, I mean, even if you just watch the end of it, but if I watch that movie from start to finish, yeah. I am a
1: mess. Well, when you see War Horse, and I'm sure we'll do lots more on this later because our, my absent co host, Greg Yolan, is the, I know, I'm having all sorts of, of steel Spiel blog. Yeah. Um, and Greg and I both saw War Horse together for the first time. Um, War Horse, when you're sitting in it, um, originally goes up as a production of the National Theater in London, has since come to, wins every major uh, British theater award over there, then comes to the Broadway, the wins the Tony for Best Play, and now they have a touring production that, uh, in true Los Angeles fashion, is coming to... Pantages? No, it's coming to the Amundsen oh, at nice. the Music Center downtown. Nice. Only after the movie plays uh, through, because you can't sell theater to uh Angelinos, which is what we call um, ourselves, um, unless we've already seen the movie yeah. during awards season. Yeah. Um. So Hawaii. you will go see War Horse with okay. the most unbelievable puppets. The horses are are full scale puppets. I want to see that are that. spectacular. <laughs> now I have interest. Um. After you see the movie, probably, unless you find yourself in New York over the holiday season. But um, I'll be in Australia for the holiday season. Well, then you probably won't see Warhorse. But, um, I'll see War, War, War Kangaroo. But when you sit through Warhorse theatrically, you're like, Oh my God. It's, it's, even though it's based on a, a children's book, a British children's book, you're like, this was sort of, this was conceived for Steven Spielberg yeah. to make a film out of it. So it's like, it's so deeply in his wheelhouse. That Yolan and I, as we were walking out of it, were like, you know, unless he, unless he somehow leaves the lens cap on and fucks this <laughs> up, it's winning Best Picture. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's yeah. so. moving. I thought the
2: trailer looked incredible.
3: It is so moving. I I can't even watch the trailer because I'm like, is it going to make me like slip my throat? The
1: trailer. I'll tell you what. There's a piece of uh, narration. There's an there's an older guy in the trailer who has this. Um, I think who has the only dialogue. In the trailer, who is not from the play? I don't think. So he's an invention of the movie. That and the line is—I'm uh, not even going to butcher it. it. If you're listening to this, just go to YouTube or go to Apple and watch the, the two trailer, the two separate the teaser trailer and then the, the first theatrical trailer for War Horse. The the dialogue itself will make you cry. Yeah, Kyle. I'm Cummins. sure I'll be—I'm
3: sure I'll be a puddle of Spielbergian goo. Exactly. I'll be a Steven Spielblob. I
2: think they call that flubber. <laughs> I think they call that a flubber. Yeah. <laughs> a Steven Spielblob.
1: All right. Happy Halloween, or happy. it was hopefully will be it's a Wednesday. happy Halloween. Happy so we hope Book you all day. had a great happy Halloween. Happy All
2: Saints Day. No, that was yeah. the day before. All Hallows Eve, we Eve, got nothing after for Eve. you.
1: Yeah, I mean, literally, it's like, hey. Thanksgiving in the few Happy November yeah. 2nd. Yeah. Um.
2: You'll think of something to fill your days, folks.
1: I'm Jack Morrissey, and this has been Kyle Cummings and Matt Cohen. For this week only, we are Team Jack, teamjack.com, team underscore Jack on Twitter. See Kyle draw, and I'm going to spell it out because you never got like around to C S E E Kyle, K-Y-L-A. because we love you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Why? Draw, because, goddammit.
1: Um, like an old gunslinger. Yeah, draw.com. Matt Cohen, do you have anything you want to plug? Just, I never uh, let you plug anything. Uh
2: bagged and boarded in midnight on the network.
1: How's this midnight going for you?
2: It's fun, man. I like I'm it's my first like call in radio type show. So I, we get people from like Australia and like fucking Canada. How many nights a week? Uh, just one night a week. Mid- uh Saturday nights at midnight uh East Coast time, nine PM West Coast time.
1: And that's bagged and boarded.
2: Bagged and boarded runs every week on Saturdays, but that's not live, that's just a can In the canned show, yeah, yeah.
1: That somehow, despite its title, have you listened to that show, Kyle? I have not yet. No, has n- apparently has nothing to do with comics. Not
2: books. at all. Like my last guest, what I, uh, the fuck? this <laughs> week. Last week was Team Unicorn. This week coming up, uh, they'll be able to hear Dan Fogler from Fanboys and the new show Man Up. And then I've got a show just announced today coming up with Tommy Wiseau. Uh, for director of the room
1: Tour of the room uh, Tour yeah. is a good that's a good thing with the passion auteur. of
2: Tennessee Williams folks Um. <laughs> so no it's just it's like a celebrity interview show uh, bagged and boarded is more of just my lifestyle yeah I was gonna say <laughs> if, if the comics term, ain't yeah, bagged yeah, yeah. and boarded you yeah, are yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright team jack episode 4 for the win out